the internet, and welcome to this episode of Miss Zeitgon, uh, courtesy of Roy the Scrivener. Uh, I am Jack, that's Miles. This yeah. is what's trending this Monday afternoon. Uh, Merrick Garland is trending. Yeah. Uh, who is Merrick Garland? Uh, let me Google that really quick because, yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was a little bit curious about that myself. It looks like, okay, that... Uh, because Ben Sass voted to advance. Okay, so he's the, he's going to be the attorney general. It seems uh, like. Yes, uh, his nomination will go to the full Senate now. Mm. So good for them. The guy so he who made they, it out of committee. Yeah, and I mean, like, oh, I I don't know. I wonder what Merrick Garland is going to go into this job. What kind of energy? Because you know, Mitch McConnell took his Supreme Court seat from him. Like that was, you know, uh, Gorsuch was Gorsuch's seat was supposed to be uh, Merrick Garland. But he did this whole thing about in an election year, you can't seat. And we remember we went this whole thing in 2020. But I wonder, part of me hopes Merrick Garland. It's like a movie where he just perverts the law and goes for all out revenge. I don't care because nothing matters in this country like that. (laughs) This this isn't uh, trending currently, but Neera Tandon is uh, one of Biden's picks uh who is having a tougher time do you know the the story there um i mean i think right now they're trying to figure out if they swap her out with someone else right um because it looks like a lot of people are like the things that she said about politicians like they were really unbecoming of someone to be in a cabinet it's like are y'all for real over it anyway it's just a lot of like nonsense so there's definitely like the there's there's a lot of uh, opposition right now to near Tandon's nomination. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. For anybody who was like, well, this must disqualify them from ever trying to take the moral high ground again. Uh, every time Trump did something absurd right. uh, and just against all norms uh, dur- during his administration, uh, you can can rest assured that they that that is incorrect. They will. Well, yeah. Exactly. Because there's also like, you know, she has some shit to say about Bernie, other people in office. And then like there was this moment yeah. last week where John Kennedy was like, but the, I mean, you call Senator Sanders everything but an ignorant slut. And mm. I'm like, whoa, OK. This All is right. So weird. Damn. Like, cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I this is by no means uh, defending near Tandon. Uh, no, I mean, like, but any, but it's just it, it's absurd, no matter what. Like, yeah, the fact that the... you you can't the selective outrage that comes into play is just so transparent and, and inconsistent. And, it's just like, yeah. come on, get the fuck out of here. Like you, if you had fucking Nazis running amok in here. Right. Mm. Um, hashtag first novel is trending um, mm. for people are tweeting out their first novels, uh, yeah. the first novel that they read. I actually, I don't remember. I read so many, bro. Uh, oh, shit, it might have been. I was real into um, Hardy Boys books, which turns out are bad books. I realized mm. that like the hundredth one that I was reading. Um, uh, and also like Mariel of Redwall, which were good, I think, uh, in, in my recollection. What was your but, first novel? I mean, what what are we calling a novel? Because I remember as a kid, I was like, the books I'm reading aren't novels. And there right. was like a, a point when I was like, I will now go to this. I will now venture out of the children's section at this library. Right. And get something from the where the stinky dudes hang out uh, yeah. in the library. 
which are like these weird conspiracies. And it was the Illuminatus trilogy was the first book that I picked up outside of a kid's thing because really? I heard older people talking about the Illuminati. Wait, what is that? I don't even know that. Dude, it's this whole fucking trilogy of books that, you know, at the time was like this novel series that had you being like, this is the this is the key to understanding like the secret societies and shit. And it's it's just it's stupid. It's like a, you know, sci fi kind of all kinds of stuff. But like for teenagers who are talking about it being like, this is like, you got to know this, like even understand, like, you know, this is when you have like ignorant teenagers telling someone who's like 11 what to read and right. it's way over their head. They don't right. they don't know. Fucking. The only thing I remember is that they were called the illuminated because they were getting high right. and they were like levels of illumination. I was like, oh, I, I held on to that part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, but so that's why I say like novel or book, because I very quickly was like, no, nah, this is too much for me. But I, one of the big uh, adult first adult books was a comedy book by Al Franken called Rush Limbaugh's a big fat idiot. Oh, yeah. I remember reading Al Franken's uh, Lying Liars and the Lies They Tell or whatever, yeah. like in a single day on Christmas. I think my dad got it for Christmas and I just blew through All that, that to say, I was an insufferable fucking kid when it came to books. Like I wasn't accepting that I was a child and right. swinging for the fences with an in, like intellectual bat I was not in possession of. <laughs> Yeah, mine is definitely a combination of that and then the Hardy Boys, which just yeah. I mean, shout out to Pee Wee Scouts. You know what I mean? I fucked with the Pee Wee Scouts heavy and like the janky seventies choose your own adventure books that were in my school library too. Those were fun as fuck. Did you guys have like those reading days where everybody would just like read the whole day? Like it was like you brought a a blanket to school and just everybody sat there and read as many. I remember we had like I think there were yes. There were well, that wasn't day, but we had moments where like it was called SSR. I think it was called sustained silent reading. Yes, this yeah. all is just going back to me. So it was some shit. You brought a book and you had to read it in class, and it was just like I think it was really just a, a break for the teacher to go grab Diet Coke or some shit. Yeah, but <laughs> you stay there and we'd read. And I this this reminds me. This is when I started flexing with the books that I brought for sustained silent yeah. reading. And my my teacher was like, oh, you're reading a fucking technical journal on how to put together like a diode <laughs> crystal ray tube TV. I'm like, I don't know. This you're like, happening. have you ever read Infinite Jest? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, so is it, this is kind of a dope thread because I'm just scrolling through and I've already seen like somebody putting a huge line of uh, Hardy Boys books, which I had like one through 83 in my room. Uh, and they also have Mariel of Redwall. Although somebody's also putting Jaws by Peter Benchley, and I'm re- realizing that I read the novelization of Jaws 2 when I was like in kindergarten. Um, so I might, that might actually be my first novel. Yeah. And that would explain a lot about me also. Right. First, but yeah, for me, first real, yeah, it's hard to say novel because then Goosebumps, obviously, do I call those novels? I just call that a, bi- a biblical material. <laughs> Uh, Seth Rogen is trending. Uh, he had <laughs> over the weekend, uh, he had a tweet about like, I thought he had like some, you know, new show that he was dropping on us, new movie. He was like, I have you ever like worked on something for 10 years and it's the night before it's released? That's me right now. I was like, oh shit, what is Seth Rogen? Like, this dude who releases three movies a year and like writes so many movies and 
Like, what is he? Uh, what does he got dropping on us? Yeah, and we have an answer. Yeah, he's it's weed, baby. He's <laughs> he's done the thing that we didn't think he would do. He has a, a cannabis company called House Plant uh, that is now of, will be available in California. Not to do ads for him, but Seth Rogen, come on the show, coward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've and I've actually had the house. I've had House Plant cannabis when I was in Canada. Shout out to Canada back when mm. they were still let me in. And I remember <laughs> when I was going to a dispensary, I was like, the only I I felt a thing where I was like, I trust Seth Rogen to not make shitty weed. Because mm. I know he smokes enough that he wouldn't come with some low percentage nonsense or like the terpenes are off or some shit. And he had uh, the, the big the fuego for, yeah. for Canada. So I wasn't I was impressed. So, yeah, now he also has like ashtrays and lighters and all kinds of things. But all this says to me is like it's that thing where like when there's any person who has like a real passion before they get wealthy, when mm -hmm. they get wealthy, they are going to go to extremes with that passion. Like, yeah. Unfortunately for Mike Vick, his thing was dog fighting. You know what I mean? <laughs> and for Seth Rogen, it's weed because this yeah. man is going. He's doing the most. This there's fucking there are vinyl records that are set to the each strain that he has. So like, if it's an indica set, here's a vinyl LP with tracks we mix to go with it. I mean, like that's some shit a rich stoner thinks up when you're like, it's like a coked out idea. We're like, yeah, and then the weed there'll be an album that you can get with the weed and then play it when you oh my god that shit will be so dope and i think it's cool but like that's a cool idea i actually but i'm not buying a, i'm not buying uh i'm sorry seth i'll i'll, I'll stick to the plants yeah um, i he shouldn't sell it but maybe like have a spotify playlist that people can listen to for like yeah the yeah, way I, we do for like trends obviously you know you got to listen to the exactly more relaxed uh vibey stuff Exactly. There's exactly. TDZ. You got to listen to the more upbeat, you know, vibey stuff. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's, uh, yeah, do your thing. Uh, and I hope you are doing something uh, towards restorative justice and helping uh, incarcerated people of color with cannabis offenses, because I think that's mm -hmm. imperative for any company that's starting to, who's going to begin making money off of it, is to actually do something that gives back. Uh, and there are many ways to do that, Seth. Check that mm. out too. I I hope to see something about that as well because you don't just want to be one of these white people profiting off of an industry that has put many people behind jail or behind bars rather. Mm. Um, Golden Globes was last night, and <laughs> I don't know shit. many people who watched it. Uh, super producer Anna Hosnier uh, did watch it, and uh, she said that Jamie Lee Curtis came out and looked really good in a dress and she uh commented to her partner uh more like Actidia uh instead of Activia um <laughs> thank you for clarifying that part <laughs> and Activia because and in her estimation she was looking right in her yellow ensemble good for yeah her. I think the thing people didn't watch it because to me I'm like a zoom call on TV no right. I had I'd done enough of that also yeah. like in my mind, this what there was no year in which to process things at the box, like what happened at the box office. Right. This yeah, it was weird. Very strange year. Uh, Nomadland is winning uh, or won the best picture, uh, best director. That's a movie we talked about last week, but it's it's very much like a movie that I feel like would not be uh, like in a normal year 
because it pri- it's not the type of movie that would have like made a lot of money at the box office. Uh, right. It might not have been succeeding as much. Um, but glad to see it because it is a very good movie. Was shocked to see uh, Rosalind Pike uh, won for I Care A Lot um, for Best Comedy Performance or Best Performance oh. in a Comedy or Musical. Yeah, otherwise I just... I saw something. Apparently uh, glitchy as fuck. Uh, a lot of people, yeah. old people doing a Zoom show. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, usually like DCP, Dick Clark Productions puts it together. But come on, y'all, this the awards. We don't need award shows right now. They I mean, look I've, weird. They don't feel good. I've met some TV directors, like directors of like news shows and live shows in my life, and they tend not to be the youngest people in my experience. No. Right, it's, and so. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you're in that control room, baby, just yep. doing the headset, queuing it up. I mean, that's all. It's a fucking hard ass job. Dude. Oh yeah, brutal. The amount of like fucking f- like 4D chess you play in your mind to get ahead of stuff and when to cut. Like, you know, that's why that's why we stick behind the mics. Um, and then the other kind of thing that people were commenting on was some people looked like they were at an award show. And then some people just looked like they were on a Zoom, like meet up with their friends. Jason Sudeikis was wearing a hoodie. Uh, Jeff Daniels looked like he'd just like ducked into his guest room. Uh, and Jodie Foster was wearing PJs. Uh, so kind of an interesting mixture, um, I guess. Uh, but yeah. yeah, the other kind of noteworthy thing is that the ratings were super duper low. Um, Again, it's nobody knew. Right. And nobody cares. Like, yeah. it's a weird, it's a weird time. Mm. Um, all right. That is what is trending today. Uh, we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Wear a mask. Stay inside. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.